I can do this all day. Me and Adam dropped character till I've done a DVD commentary. Part of the crew. Part of the ship. Dominic the Coco. Have a chair. I am a chair. Easy peelers. Easy peelers, yeah. Hint, they're not the, easy. The clue is in the name. They're not easy though. You try and do it all in one. I've had that like, two hundreds in my life. Oh, what a so feeling! My what life, a feeling. Where you get it all off in one. Yeah, you yeah, know it's going to be a good like day when you get hundred percent king of the world. Then some yeah. days you get ones which break into a million pieces, and you have like twenty peps in your satin. Yeah, as they're well. not easy just, peelers. No. So, so orange is your go-to fruit. Strawberry. It's not, it's not, it's not Strawberry. a go-to. It's a Strawberries all the way. Uh, every morning. Mate, Strawberries. Kiwis. Yeah, but strawberries Strawberry are so seasonal. Kiwis are. You can you can enjoy them all year round these days. Come on. You, but I, the, the thing is, you can't. You get them. You there's a time of year where they are unbelievable, and then there's also a time of year where they're just not don't hit the spot. I still I've think they're better than most other Blackberries. Blackberries are a rogue fruit. They're so good. They're very very seasonal. Good mm. blackberries you can only get. Certain times of Come the year. Come on, we're, it's 2022. You can eat fruit all year round. <laughs> they can pineapple. grow it, can't they? Pineapple's pineapple. unreal, yeah. Yeah, pineapple's definitely my favourite. Have you seen how pineapples grow? It's the um, most confusing thing ever. They grow on like bushes. Don't they grow in the ground? No, they, they grow off like bushes, like, like small bushes. It's You're comical. telling me a bush can it, hold a it is, pineapple? It is so comical, mate. Literally, Google image it now because it is, it is absolutely hilarious. They literally just grow from these little bushes and just sort of sit there on top of this little little bush, almost like a flower. But yeah, they're so big, it's so comical. I would use the iPad to get it up, but the iPad's dead. Pineapple bush. <laughs> I saw them in Costa Rica. So the little ones, little baby pineapples, they look, they look fake, they look what plastic. The hell? You see what I mean? Let me see. Look at them. Surely <laughs> a bush can't hold that up. I, I, I assumed they grew in the ground as well. There's some, strong, there's some strong bushes about, <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> oh. And in mad, it's just it's got such a unique taste. Yeah. Like, we're just, we're so lucky to have pineapples, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I love pineapple. Do we all agree that we all like pineapples? Yeah. Pineapple juice as well. First time, bit first of rum. Time for bit of rum in that. Oh, oh. Bit of rum in a bit of pineapple juice. Are you drink, you, you drink, Matt introduced me a while ago to... Uh, a genius way of drinking tequila. I love. Oh, yes. I love tequila. Oh, okay. I love anyway. So I, I don't necessarily mind having it without a chaser. But I know a lot of people physically cannot. So if you tequila. can't do, can we just clarify that there's a difference between cheap shit tequila and good tequila? Yeah, there is. Yeah, my palate's not. And I still don't know about oh, the good. <laughs> but Craig David is essentially. Apparently, he got his name from him doing them. In Ibiza, like when he does his DJ sets and stuff, but you you get a shot of tequila and a shot of pineapple juice. You take a sip of the pineapple, do the rest of the tequila, and then drink the rest of the pineapple. And you don't taste the tequila. It's the smoothest at all. way to do it. And if you like pineapple ever. juice, you immediately want another. Yeah, it's crazy. It's dangerous. It's it's a game changer. If you if you haven't tried it, rec- I recommend. Yeah, but you don't do too many because we're gonna need a goddamn. Okay. Someone to listen and yeah. tell us what to keep. What filter. To uh, so I'm going to do 
a spin the wheel random name generator. Welcome to episode three, by the way. Um, Outrageous opinions here at Majo HQ. Boom. Um, we are your hosts, Matt, Joe, and Ollie. And In that order. Today we're going to talk about some more outrageous opinions. We've got some... just to set the scene for everyone at home. Me and Joe are pretty pretty casual. We're all pretty casually laid back right here, but Matt Matt has got two A4 pages of, of, of notes with him today, which makes me wonder. One in, one in. What, well, what? I've, done, I've done a little bit of research I... because we need to... There's a singular word on that second page. Yeah. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Save the trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could have squeezed it in. <laughs> I actually want to know what is on that piece of paper. Yeah, you'll find out. Yeah, let's, let's have it. Go on then, spin the wheel. Who's going first? Ooh. Me, okay. It is Ollie. All right, so. Ollivander, what is your outrageous opinion of the week? Well, I, I, know you, I know you hate this one, so don't jump across the table at me. But, Joe, I'm curious about what you're going to say. Do you like Adam Sandler? I do. Same I'm here. a big fan. So I think his films, yes, critically they're shit. Because totally fair bad. enough. Totally fair enough. But a film can be critically bad and still enjoyable. And I really okay, like. I'll give you that. I really rate Adam. Rate is too strong. I really like and enjoy Adam Sandler films. As only I can't actually really think of one which I hate. Um, uh, don't don't get me wrong. I think there is some. There are some trash some, ones. Yeah, there is some poor ones. But no, Jack and Jill, Jack and Jill, Jack and Dill. That's right, Jack and Dill. Even... Yeah, Jack and <laughs> Yeah, that one, that one's yeah, let's not let's not go there. That's, no, let's that's go there terrific. because no. that is That's the one where he plays both. Possibly of them, isn't it? the worst film ever made. I had to sit through <laughs> that at uni. My housemates made me do it. I think I got through a bottle and a half of red wine because of it, and it didn't make me enjoy the film more. They uh, one of my one of the reasons I have a pure hatred for Adam Sandler is because I don't know how, I feel like he must have drugged him, but he got Al Pacino to star in Jack and Jill and <laughs> what? ruined him. He, they called him Dunkachino, made him do this <laughs> fake advert that he was dunking, I think it was donuts or something. And he was dunking donuts. It wasn't, it wasn't funny. It was just seeing such a good actor. Like, I know some actors, you have Robert De Niro do like Meet the Parents, which I can see why he does that. that yeah, was, Meet the Parents is like a world-class film like that. Yeah, Meet the Parents was enjoyable, yeah. was funny. It was a good script. It was a good concept as well. And he'd done that at the end of his career. You're saying, yeah, I know. You're saying Jack and Jill, where Adam Sandler plays both Jack and Jill, is not a great concept for a film? I'm not even answering that. <laughs> he... So you can do that at the end of your career, I think, when you have done such a good film, but not tarnish your career in such a way that he does in that film. That is not acceptable. Yeah, it's not good, that one. Al Pacino, what are you thinking? It's not. What are you thinking? Why? But I you, need answers. Are you saying you don't like Happy Gilmore, for example? No, that's I don't a like Happy Gilmore. I don't think it's funny. I think all it is is Adam I Sandler putting on that stupid voice and he shouts, and that's, that's his humour. <laughs> It's horrible. It it's funny. not funny. It is it's funny. It's, it's quite funny. No, no. I'm not having it. <laughs> it's in Hubie Halloween. But if, if you've ever no. held, if you've ever held a golf if, club, you've given the Happy Gilmore I've a I've never. I, I hate it when yeah. people do that. I think it's the most 
uncreative, unimaginative thing to do. You think, oh, look at me, happy Gilmore. Oh, I swing the club while I'm running. Most of the time they miss it as well. It's yeah, not I mean, funny. Matt can hardly swing a club standing still, to be <laughs> fair. So. I, still need, I still need some lessons, but I can get around, a, I can get around 18 holes. I tell you what, if you if you hate the um, him putting on accents, you I want I want to see your reaction to Hubie Halloween because it's, it's I'm not watching that. It's you so awful. Me the yeah, the, the, the I will not be watching absolutely that. Absolutely ridiculous. But um, the one good film Hustle. Done, Have you seen Hustle? I haven't yet? seen Hustle yet. Hustle I will awesome, give that a watch. Mate. Hustle was so good. It's his latest one on Netflix, and it's so good about it. he's a basketball talent scout, and that it, it's not a comedy, but it's it's brilliant. Apart from how much he slags off. Um, Soccer, as he calls it, it's fantastic. I will Such watch that. Film. I will give it a go. Open-minded. Um, yeah. I did enjoy him in Uncut Gems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Uncut, Uncut Gems, Gems was great. Was great. Um, I do think that is because it was a good story, nicely 100%. directed, nicely. But it's not as good written. as Grown Ups. With this, is Grown Ups is going to go then. He Grown Ups isn't even a funny film. It is. It's Come funny. Come on, there's, man, there's, it is. It's not. I know how much you love Kevin you James. Do you know what you, you can't James watch just as You bad. can't watch Grown Ups and not want to be a part of that fringe. It's such a feel good film. Yeah, exactly. You, I, yeah. I'd have to listen to his annoying voice every day, trying to be funny and just shouting. And, oh, just, I'm done. Done with it. So I'm you won't be watching Grown Ups 3 when it comes out? No. I don't no. actually know if there's going to be a Grown Ups 3, but I hope there is. Give me Uncut Gems 2. <laughs> and I'll watch that with him. You've got to go watch Hustle because I, I, I'm, I'm curious to hear your opinion on that because, yeah, I, I think it's a really good story. I think it's really well told. Going back to Uncut Gems, you know, it was so it was directed by the Safdie brothers and it was loosely based on their father's like stories from their father. Mm. So it's it's sort of a sort of a true story, I'd say. Um, they did say they were stories, so maybe yeah. not maybe not that actually happened, but. Yeah. There's definitely some elements of truth in there, but yeah. no, it was great. And they're, they're the Safdie brothers. Uh, they are, I think, they're interesting directors. Have you seen the film Good Time? Not seen Good Time, no. Good Time. Robert Patterson, and then one of the Safdie brothers. I think it's Benny stars in it as well. Yeah. Um, and true fact about that is they actually had the actors weren't given any scripts. They was just given a. Big Same. breakdown, like a detailed backstory of their characters and the scenes, and then everything else was improvised, which wow. I think is a is a really mm. cool sort of concept. Is it, that's cool. is it a full feature? Full feature, yeah, really good film. I wouldn't say it's a happy film, um, so don't expect like nice characters, but well, it's I mean, just uncut James story. Were very uh, yeah, very happy, raw. Is it? It's quite it is quite gritty and uh, maybe that's why I like them because you're not seeing. Adam Sandler doing stupid voices and he's actually trying to act. But I, don't I mean, think he has got a bit. He has got a bit of a wacky voice in Uncut Gems, though, hasn't he? He's got a wacky voice, but he's not shouting all the time, which no. he does in all the other films. You are the shoutiest person I've ever met. It blows me away that you don't like <laughs> Adam Sandler because shout. he shouts. You actually remind me of Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. Look, you want a funny actor. I like Vince Vaughn. I think Vince yeah, Vaughn is who brilliant. you should enjoy, Agreed. not him. And he's actually a good actor. I do. I, I love Vince Vaughn. I would love to see him in more comedies. But he, you know, Adam Sandler. More comedies. I would love to see him in more comedies. I think he's a funny actor as well. Oh, I thought he was going to say more dramas. He, he's also great in great in every drama I've seen him. I thought it was amazing. You, you in prefer Owen Wilson in the comedies, though, didn't you? Duh, I'm not an Owen Wilson fan. Do you not like Owen no, Wilson? I don't like no, him. I don't like him. Do you even have to ask if I like Owen Wilson? No, I just, no, have I you seen Hall Pass though? 
Hall Pass is great. No, you mentioned it the other day. That, I, is that Vince Vaughan? I can't remember it. That's, no, that's Sam Wilson. Oh, who plays Ted Lasso? Oh, God, yeah, him. I love him. He's in, Har- he's in Horrible Bosses as well. Yeah, he's yeah, that guy. Oh, he's great. What's his name? Uh, Jason... Jason Se- Momoa. No. <laughs> Segal? Bateman. No, no, no. <laughs> it is... Statham. <laughs> Jason Sedakis? Sedukis. 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 Sorry, Jason, Jason, we've definitely just Jason butchered, butchered your name. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he, he makes me laugh. I like his dry... He's, he's got sort of a dry humour, hasn't yeah. he? Um, I, t- I tell you what... Give Hall Pass a go, because that is good. That, that is a good watch. Well, isn't it? Right, let's stop talking about bloody Adam Sandler, please, and move on to the next one. Okay, as long as just... You know, but where was you going to We'll go leave it on a positive note that Grown Ups might be the best film oh, of yes. all time. And okay. we'll move on. That's not even anyone's opinion. Go on, then. what have you got then? So I've got that Pirates of the Caribbean is the best trilogy of all time. Oh my God. <laughs> the best trilogy. Best trilogy of all time. The first three films, I don't count the others as even part of the same. Yeah, I, I, totally fair enough, that. Um, the best trilogy. So I'm going to throw it out there. I've never actually seen Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh my God. That's disgusting. That's horrible. Ha. That's worse than what he's saying <laughs> by like a considerable way. I am. Um, how did you get away with not watching them? That's just enough. You must have purposely avoided them to not watch them. You've gone out your way to not see them. I am Why absolutely would I, do sure. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I need answers. I, I have no answers. I can't answer that question. I do not did know Did you have why. a DVD player as a child? Yeah. Then you wow. must have watched them. You're telling me your brother Wait, I, never watched them? No. You lived in a sad household. I know. <laughs> 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 no, never seen well, Pirates of the Caribbean. Was Joe just way more sociable than us? Did you just have way more friends than yeah. us? Than you? <laughs> I was just too busy watching Grown Ups my whole time. Yeah, <laughs> That explains a lot. Look, Pirates of the Caribbean, the, the first one especially, is they, they, they hold a special place in my, in my childhood and, and life. I love those films so, so, so much. Um, and Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, is, will always be in my top ten favourite films. I think yeah. it's amazing. And the first three, I agree, I, I think they're so enjoyable. I'm just surprised that that's come out of your mouth, though. I know how much of a Nolan fan you are, and the first thing I think of is the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, I love the Dark Knight trilogy, of course. I do think number one and number three are a bit weaker, as, if you're looking at them as a whole trilogy. So yeah. the Dark Knight is obviously amazing. Oh, we, we can talk about that at some yeah. point. But um, I'm not a huge fan of the third one. The third I think, one, I think the, I think the whole great. final acts, just watching it, seeing yeah. Batman fighting with all them, uh, them cops just in the street. I think he, like you can look at it and just think. Did you say cops as well? I said cops because it is American, isn't yeah. it? Fair. I was going to say police. We're losing you to the dark side. I said cops, but yeah, when he's fighting, it just looks a bit stupid. I think. Um, Lord of the Rings, I know we've spoken about it before. Lord of the Rings, okay, Lord of the, Lord of the Rings. Rings maybe is yeah. up there, depending on my mood. But I just think, I think about Pirates of the Caribbean, and it was move, it's movies I've revisited often growing up. I, was still, I can still watch them maybe once a year. I tell you what, um, it, prob- it probably is my most watched trilogy, other than the original Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah, and that, that's, that's what I mean. The, the Pirates of the Caribbean, all three films hold up better than all three films of Spider-Man, I think. 
You have such. Well, I don't, I don't really see any bad moments in them first three. They all. It all concludes lovely in the third one. The second one, I think, is great. You have maybe one of the best sword fighting scenes where they're on that yeah. spinny thing yeah, yeah, yeah. in number two. The cast is amazing. There's so much fun. The music, the music makes them as well. I think you yeah. just hear that, hear that music. The way well, the, the third mu- one opened, where they're all singing that. Um, yeah, no, we were singing that the other day in the office. All <laughs> together. Yeah, when they're singing that, it's just amazing. The CGI is some of the best CGI. Yeah. Ever. Well, the, 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 the final scene in the third film held, I can't still hold it now, but it held the record for the most expensive scene ever because of all the CGI. Um, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain about that. I, surely it must be behind things like Endgame. It must be. Now. It must have been beaten now. Oh, no, there, there, so there was more than three, wasn't there? There's been five, maybe even six. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, five. the first three were all directed So does by... it actually count as a trilogy? Yeah, I, I yeah, I think you can. I think you can well, differentiate between. Well, obviously you've got the Godfather. Yeah, see, which is classic, critically fantastic, but man, but I just three, find the number three completely boring not on the same at the end level of the day. as the first two. They are they're, they're slow films, but they're great. Number yeah. one and number two are some of I would say the best bits of cinema. Possibly. I view the Godfather, um, but you have to be in the right mood. To, I think you can watch Pirates of the Caribbean one, two, and three. Back to back, yet yeah. Once a year, you can't do yeah. that. I, I literally do that. Three You've got so to commit different. some time to the. I watched. The, I watched well. get that part of the Caribbean trilogy at least once a year. Number three is a long fail. film as well. What's the yeah. runtime on that? Like well, three hours. Number three is probably the one I enjoy the most. Ironically, even though it's the worst. I would critically, say it's, the worst. it's, it's such a nice roundup of you feel like everything that was happening has yeah. come to that moment, that conclusion. Oh, it's amazing. What about you? You're, you're a Johnny Depp fan. I am a Johnny Depp fan. And you've not seen Pirates of the Caribbean? His most It's his most iconic role. role. Yeah. <sighs> you can't, no, you're not it's a like Johnny Depp fan. It's like saying you're a Robert Downey Jr. fan. You've not seen Iron Man. You're not that a Johnny is... Depp fan. How does that feel? <laughs> um, no, uh, you are not. Right, so I'm a Johnny <laughs> Depp fan in the respect that some of my favourite films, he's great. You're yeah, a fan I of his you. films, then. You're um, not a fan of him. Well, no, because they wouldn't be the same without him. God, so so I love blow. around. I love blow. You love blow. Okay. Yep. Expand. <laughs> <laughs> there is a film blow. called Blow with Johnny Depp starring in it. <laughs> Everyone it's, knows. It's, it's fantastic. Blow. I have actually not um, seen it. I know. It's great. And then Black It's a decent film. It's not anything special, I'd say. Johnny Depp is great in it, but in terms of... Black Mass, Donnie yeah. Brasco, like th- there's just so many great films where Johnny Depp is great in them. Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> is it the end of it? Is it the undercover um, oh, police yeah. officer? Twenty One Jump Twenty One Jump Street. Exactly. <laughs> I I love Johnny Depp, but I suppose genuinely yeah. the first one. I like the first one is. Such a good, a the good all-round film. Opening and introduction to. Oh my god, we said, the, yeah. I said this the other day. I I stand to be challenged properly here. That I I think the best introduction to any character in film and TV history is Captain Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean One. He, yeah. he literally when he comes he's, in, he's coming playing. into port, um, into print, uh, Port Royal, isn't he? He's coming into coming port. port Royal, the yeah. best, the most iconic theme tune ever blaring in the background, he stood on the crow's nest of a sinking ship, and the ship sinks perfectly as he meets the dock and he steps off the crow's nest onto the dock and immediately steals some coins from someone and gives a fake name. And it's just, 
it is it's perfect. Iconic introduction perfect. to the, yeah. cap, uh, the character of Captain. And it was in the first five minutes of the film. Watch the first five minutes of Pirates of the Caribbean, and I guarantee you'll finish the whole trilogy. Oh no, I'm, yeah. I'm more you'll than love up, it. I am more than up for giving it a go. Just, the, the humour in it is just—it stands up. So it's not that well. I, it's, it's not that I haven't hilarious. watched it because I've not had got any interest in it. I just haven't watched Somehow it. Missed it. I just don't you've, know how. No, you've gone out your way to avoid it. It's, <laughs> it's one of those films that are unavoidable. Yeah. You're treating parts of the Caribbean like Matt treats grown-ups, just avoiding it. I've seen grown-ups, <laughs> and I think I saw it at the cinema for someone's birthday. Oh, I'm jealous. And it was horrible. <laughs> I was. I was young, I was probably like 13 when it came out. and it just 13 year old you did not laugh at grown ups? No. That is. We can't go back into this. We can't get back into this. No. Right. Maybe go. I was annoyed because everyone was eating around me. <laughs> before we move on. Maybe that's where it started. Before we move on from trilogies, though, I love Oceans. Yeah. As, as oh. far as heist, film, heist films go. So uh, look, the first Oceans is great. The cast is Oceans amazing. twelve and thirteen. So I think enjoyable. are distinctly, distinctly average. Yeah, Oceans eleven is arguably the greatest heist film of all time. It's, uh, it's absolutely yeah, it's phenomenal. Like you say, that cast is just unmatched. Oh, it's just the reveal at the end. The hard, the the, the, the way last, it all comes together. The final yeah. act. It's it's written and yeah, the story just comes together so perfectly. I. Yeah, well, one of, it, it's like a Fight Club moment for me. Mm. You're just like, your jaw's just on the floor. You're like, no way. And it's beautifully simple. It's not even that complex. That's what, that's what I love about it. But as a trilogy, I, I can't take it seriously. No, it's not a trilogy. A trilogy. That's a standalone film in my Unfortunately. Um, Which I, it had so much potential. Similar to, to um, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, first film, absolutely incredible. The, the pre- next two, not even in the same league, not even close no. to the same league, in my opinion. No, they dropped off so, so yeah. well, which is a shame because Dinosaur. Never been cool. a Jurassic Park fan. You can't, you, you must appreciate nope. the first one. No, nope. never, never been. Is a that your opinion for today? Not well, Park yeah, fan. so my opinion today is that I am not a sci fi fan. What, just. Not a sci fi fan? What, like, as in you don't like any sci fi films? Now, I appreciate. The, the way things are shot in sci-fi films. Good, I, I sci-fi appreciate has some that. of the best cinematography. But I just, yeah, it's just not for me. Um, well, I've, I mentioned it previously in one of the previous podcasts about Lord of the Star, Rings Wars and Star Wars and Lord of yeah, the Rings. Yeah, that fits, and, isn't it? And it's just, yeah, I just can't, I can't wrap my head around it. Um, are they too intellectual for you? <laughs> are they too intellectual? No, they're just not real. They've, but there are real concepts in. I get that. So a lot of them. I'm, they I, are not I'm real. I'm really curious to to hear your opinion on Pirates of the Caribbean then, because my my guess would be that you're going to love the first hour of Pirates of the Caribbean and then hate the second hour, which is so confusing. Which, uh, but but, but no, that does actually make sense because I, I I I know a few people who who the whole how to phrase this. <coughs> Pirates of the Caribbean is fancy, but it is still set around a real time. Yeah, it? totally. We can't talk about that too much because we'll, we'll give spoilers to Joe. But in terms of like, yeah, is it fantasy or is it sci-fi, which you're not a fan of? Because like, you get some sci-fi films which are, I mean, sci-fi is so broad, obviously. So You've got, I would I, say, oh, yeah, maybe it is fantasy. James Bond comes under sci-fi. Yeah, I would um, agree. Oh, so, um, so, so I, 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 I disagree. It's, I it's disagree. on the boundary, but it, it is. 
I disagree. I think if James Bond comes under sci-fi, then everything will start to well, fall the, under sci-fi. But look at the gadgets he, he has in some of the I, films. I think James Bond is right yeah, on the edge. I think you can get some James Bond films which aren't sci-fi and some Oh, James yeah, going back to say which, like which Pierce Brosnan, which was very gadgety, yeah, they were that's definitely sci-fi. sci-fi. But Skyfall, I would But for their time, possibly. What, why, why are they sci-fi? Because of the, the you have, gadgets in them. And there's the, science fiction. There is fictional stuff about science. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sci- sci-fi Skyfall. isn't just aliens. It's, but if we, it's what, if we watch James Bond now, what, what technology do they have? Like, look at the last one. What technology is in I the last say, James Bond I wouldn't say that, that, that isn't... That, that, I would say the whole Daniel Craig series is not no, sci-fi. They're, they're much more realistic. I'd say it's action thrillers rather than sci-fi is what I would call them. Yeah, I think, like you said, it is borderline, but I would say there are still aspects that definitely go into it. They're driving. There's aspects cars of everything. With there's a, yeah, exactly. There's in aspects their tar- of, in their, I still wouldn't call that but sci-fi. But that's not sci fi, because that could happen. You could put that into it a car. It could, but look at the way like, the driving is in it. It, it, it is an extension of reality, in a sense. Like, yeah, you, all you, films you, are, though. But right? how do you know? Because are you a secret agent? I can't divulge. How do you know if it's real or not real? I can't divulge. Look, um, all I'm saying is there are aspects that borderline sci-fi, but saying you don't like sci-fi as a whole... I think that's that's crazy. You can't you can't say you, we, you we went to cinema and saw Tenant, which you enjoyed. You walked out and you looked at me with a big smile on your face Listen, and said, "I, I pre- love that film." I appreciate the like I say the way things are shot and the the thought process behind it. But it doesn't capture me. I, I can't relate to it, so therefore I lose interest. What about superhero films? Superhero films I like. Sci-fi. Yeah. But That's I, sci-fi. Joe likes sci-fi. No, but I see, I wouldn't... I w- no, I know, I know what they're you mean. They're superhero I think you need to... They're, they're their own thing. But they That's are superhero sci-fi. films. They are, Marvel films are riddled with sci-fi everywhere. Yeah, Everything, the whole agreed. thing is. I would... I would argue your your opinion is more like um, pure fantasy, like Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. Where but Marvel is, isn't Marvel is fantasy. It's, it, it is fantasy, but it's based in reality, right? Whereas Lord of the Rings is... is Lord is, of the Rings is on a completely different path. Exactly, so. and effectively so is Star Wars as well. That's where I'm just sort of guessing, that's where I, it sounds like your opinion is based. Like, I bet you've never watched Star Trek. No, no. I bet that would that wouldn't appeal to you at all, right? Definitely not. So um, I do think there are some. So there's a film, District Nine. I know Ollie has oh, seen District Nine. Absolute cracker. It's amazing, amazing film. Um, but they actually tackle real problems and they treat the aliens sort of as illegal immigrants, which really, really works. Well the whole, worth the, watch, the whole Joe. film. I won't. I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't. I would like. It's to a watch beautiful, that. beautiful mash of like. Realism and sci-fi. So that's where that's where the the, the border is. Like there's yeah. some stuff which is completely unbelievable. But take Interstellar. They done scientific. I think they released three scientific papers from the research they did on black holes to make that film. They put in a tremendous amount of work for that to make it as real as possible. And the idea of a wormhole that you can go through in space is a real theory. Which yeah, well that's. Have you ever seen Event Horizon? I haven't seen Event Horizon. Oh, mate, that's this a horror film from like the 90s, maybe even earlier than that, with Jurassic Park Man. What, the new ones? No, that's Chris Pratt. Sam Neill. 
Sam Neill, that's who it is. So Sam Neill um, is in this film called, called Event Horizon, and that's where you get the first explanation of a wormhole where he folds a piece of paper in, yeah, in half and puts they, pencil through it, so there's two points in time coexisting in the same space. So it's been a theory for a long yeah. time, but that's what I mean. The ideas in these films, although they're set in, say, the future, so in Interstellar, the Earth is dying, they're actually running out of oxygen, um, the crops aren't growing anymore, so they're, they're finding a way to save the human race, which you can see happening. And it's about NASA and um, they're finding a way to either get the actual humans off the Earth or to repopulate an an Earth-like planet. But give District 9 a go. I'm curious to see what you think about that. All right, I'll uh, I'll let you know. What about Mad Max? Have you seen Mad Max? I hate Mad Max. It's never interested me. You hate Mad Max? I hate it. You must have liked the... The way it was filmed, the, the effect. Yeah, I can... Like, the, but this is what I'm saying. This, is, this is what practical. I'm saying. I'm not saying I don't appreciate the way they're filmed. It just I doesn't, do. do, do, doesn't take the boxes. The stories just lose interest. That's my issue with Mad Max. I, I, I'm the sort of person that should love Mad Max because I'm a huge superhero fan, huge sci-fi fan. I love heavy yeah, action yeah. sequences and things blowing up all the time. But Mad Max Fury Road, I've seen it a couple of times. But I just remember seeing it in the cinema and I was just there was this rage inside of me at the lack of narrative. It was just annoying me. How well, it, it did just go somewhere, then go somewhere else, and then go somewhere else. It, that it, was it, really. It, and it just, it, just, it just annoyed me because I, I don't know whether I just wasn't prepared for it. Maybe that's what it was. I didn't know. I'd never seen the original trilogy. I never have, never will. You like The Matrix, um, don't you? I mean, again, I pre... Look, that was obviously a film of its type. I haven't seen the new one. Oh, I didn't one. bother. No, terrible reviews. Like, yeah, it, it was okay. That's what I'm saying. It, there's nothing... Oh, that First Matrix really is phenomenal. Yes. That's, that's a good trilogy, you know? That's a, a strong trilogy. No, it, the last one again drops off. Massively. It drops off, but it's, it's, it's a good trilogy. I enjoy I, all three of them. I don't think I enjoyed the third one. I haven't seen it in so I long. It. It's I, got I that went to spectacular battle at the end. Just visually, it's very pleasing. Mm, it, I feel like it lost its way somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, but I saw I saw the latest sci-fi film the the other day. I saw um, the new Black Panther film at the cinema, which obviously was a tribute to the late Chadwick Boseman. Um, yeah, it was brilliant. Honestly, I thought I thought I thought it was really really good. There were a couple of I won't say too much. Them most people I assume won't have seen it yet, but um, as a tribute to him, it was fantastic. Visually, it was stunning. Um, a lot of water-based stuff, which is interesting because we've got Avatar looming very, very yeah, soon. Yeah, I wonder if that we? had any... Very positive. It, it felt too perfectly timed to not be a coincidence. Um, but there are, there are a few characters in the new Batman film which are just like, you don't, they don't need to exist yet. They, they tried to cram, again, as Marvel have been doing so much recently, just too much into one film. And as a, as a baseline narrative, it was fantastic. I thought the villain was great. Um, the new Black Panther's amazing, introduced perfectly. And for a tribute to Chadwick, it was fantastic. But yeah, yeah they should have just left it there. They should have just simplified <coughs> it just a little bit, simplified it a bit, and it would. I have think been I'll go perfect. see it this week, and I'd highly recommend. Let you know what I think. Get your popcorn. It's it's, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a fun watch. Yeah, I have to wait because that is a popcorn film. If yeah, ever, it is. If ever I've heard of one. Yeah, it's a gluttonous film. Okay, as they all are. Okay, <laughs> right. That's the end of that episode. Yeah. Well, I think we can all come to Half the conclusion that Grown Ups is the best film. Um, Agreed. And Adam Sandler yeah. deserves an Oscar. Yeah, so if you're going to take anything away from this episode, guys, get on Netflix, 
put grown-ups on. Sorry, I think we just cut out for 30 <laughs> seconds there, but please like, um, give us a rating, subscribe, follow us on... Are we one of those people on, now? Are we, are we doing that? Yeah, we're doing that. We've got, we've got to promote ourselves, haven't we? <laughs> um, yeah, just if, if, you, if you want to, with no pressure. Yeah, there's no pressure. If you, if you don't, we'll hunt you down and kill you and your family. Well, Matt so. apparently is a secret agent, so... Yeah. <laughs> I can't divulge, but yeah... Thank you for listening and see you on the next one. I can do this all day. Me and Adam Jack Kirk into that dumb DVD. <laughs>